0: Let's get to it Welcome to another edition of Fan Speculation We're back We are back And not after a week or two Just a
1: week Yeah, I know We really got our shit together now But first That was me That's right I'm gonna take a sip I'm gonna Cheers Cheers
0: Alright, let's get rolling And I got beer all over my Black Panther shirt That's alright Isn't that lovely okay. Hey, if anything, I'm pouring out for my homie Chabby Boseman. That's right I was talking about him with my dad yesterday and my boss today, just like how how crazy it is. He, all the movies he did from when he got diagnosed with cancer. I know he was like a real out. warrior. Yeah, man. Like we, we talked about Chadwick um, sometime last week when we were talking about all the Marvel movies. Um, one of these days, I think we've talked about it before. We do like a podcast on Chadwick Boseman, but when are we gonna have the time? We would love to do that. It'd be like four episodes. I know, I, I know. Because if you notice, like, from Civil War, how he looked, I wouldn't say he looked chunky, but throughout the rest of the movies he was in, and including his time in the MCU and 21 Bridges and all the other movies he's done. He fucking jacked up in every single one. He looked jacked up, but he also looks like, if you look at him from uh, Black Panther to Civil War, he's significantly thinner in the face. Oh, well, yeah, of course, Yeah, dude. so, but, but, yeah. Always time for Chabot Bozeman there. But today, we have a lot to get into. Mm-hmm. Finally, for all you Star Wars nerds who've been waiting for us to talk about Star Wars more in depth with this podcast, mm-hmm. later on, we're going to be talking about The Bad Batch. Epis- all three episodes. Episodes one through three. So we're recording this the Thursday, the day before. Um, what time will episode four come out tonight? I really don't know. I mean, I think they... I don't think it's it comes up at midnight, but it does probably come up, like, early in the morning. Yeah, it comes out on Friday. Because I remember seeing WandaVision and Falcon Winter Soldier spoilers, like, the day, it, like, the morning on Twitter. Yeah, like, there's fucking people in I'm their like, basement. i like, Let's fucking go. Look, look, I understand a lot of people working from home, and, you know, they get to watch this shit right away. We don't get to watch that shit right away. No, i got to wait till I get out of work. We have to go to work, and then mm-hmm. we have to go home, and then we got to cook dinner, and then we'll fucking maybe have a beer, and then yep, go watch the yep, show. yep. But I, I
1: watch things and then I rewatch things before I come and do this podcast to make sure that I'm sh- fucking sharp.
0: That's what I do. I was actually rewatching episodes one through three of the Bad Batch before we got here. Yeah, yeah. I rewatched just the last episode. So, um, but before we get into the Bad Batch, uh, just as today, as this episode we're recording, we have a new trailer for Loki. Yes, and we also have an official clip from the show. So I did not see that. However, okay. So I will explain some things that. I remembered from that clip. So we learned that Owen Wilson's character's name is Agent Mobius. Yep. Now, if you recall from Avengers Endgame, when Tony Stark was making the time machine uh, blueprint, he he told Friday, his uh, his computer uh, software, his AI, um, to uh, make it in a Mobius strip. Now... For all a bunch of nerds out there who are like Mobius and time travel, I know there's something to do with that. Off the top of my head, I can't necessarily remember. But if anything, that's a nice little Mobius. The word Mobius has to do something with time. That's all I know at the okay. <laughs> at the moment. All right. But um, Owen Wilson introduced him. I'm um, Agent Mobius, by the way. And Loki is like, mm, I don't really like to talk, which is bullshit. We all know Loki loves to talk. Of course. Um, Silver tongue devil. And he says, so you you work for the time keepers. He's like, yeah. And he starts laughing. He's like, well, something funny. Think what we do is ridiculous. The fact that you think you can uh, make the f- you can he pretty much saying you can bring the proper flow of time, to trillions of different beings around the universe, and keep everything in order to and to to serve these so called space lizards. Then yes, it is ridiculous. And and Mobius is just like I thought you didn't like the talk.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the space li- lizards
0: are the. Um So, they are the timekeepers. The the timekeepers in Marvel, and I will look them up real quickly. I'm going to look them up too. Uh, The timekeepers in Marvel, they are like lizard-looking people. Yeah. So, we will do some research on them right now. So, timekeepers, courtesy of the Marvel database, pretty much the Marvel version of Wikipedia. Every fan base has some version of Wikipedia. So, the timekeepers... Uh, the timekeepers were created by He Who Remains, the very last director of the Time Variance Authority from the last reality just prior to the heat, uh, heat of the death of the universe. Uh, Let me go back here.
1: um, I just Google image them real fast. There's so many different variations.
0: There are, but in one of the more recent era of the comics, they do look like lizards, as Loki says. The first attempt resulted in the creation of the Time Twisters, who were flawed and destroyed the numerous realities. Due to the intervention of Thor, this reality was split in two. One, where the Twisters lived, and one, where... were, they were just destroyed in the reality in which they were destroyed he who remains created the time keepers to protect time there were three main time keepers but a fourth was reportedly created and exiled in egypt in 2050 BC at some point they were uh, uh, recruited intramus to men- to mentor all time between 3000 BC and 4000 ad and untangled the time travel mess <laughs> Uh, his prior selves had left in their wake. So, uh, who is it? he? Who remains is like one of the oldest beings F to ever live, and he is kind of like the one who was the they like said the original time variance authority, the, the original head of that, the director. Um, I'm he, looking
1: at pictures of all three of them right now, and with like a still shot of the
0: Loki trailer.
1: And Marvel's yes. basically keeping them to the T of yes, the Yes,
0: they have statues or uh, molds of them throughout. Kind of like a
1: Mount Rushmore behind the
0: front desk. Yes. So that's what we see there. Now, are we going to see these Timekeepers in the Loki show? Um, no. I would think possibly we could. Yeah, they're pick, they're plastered all over the place. Like there, yeah. the, the picture Vinny is me right now, uh, showing me right now, is statues of all three of them. So Loki, uh, I don't, ne- I don't think necessarily takes offense to the Timekeepers, but he definitely isn't thinks what their whole concept of who they are is a bit ridiculous. Yeah. So. We have speculated a lot of what we think could happen on this show, and we've also said how this show is going to be happening on Wednesdays, and we will keep you guys posted on if we have to change our days uh, as to when we regularly put out this podcast. But yeah. however, Loki's going to be coming out in a couple weeks. Yes. The first episode is out on June 9th uh, of the Wednesday of 2021. It's fucking dope. So, so we, It's the weekend after Memorial Day. Which should be pretty well, the cool, week, right? week after Memorial Day. So I think what we could possibly get... Loki, we we speculate as to where he's going, what timelines is he going to. Mobius said to him, you messed up the timeline by taking the Tesseract, so now we want you to fix it.
1: Yeah, so there must be like one timeline per episode that he has to fix.
0: Yeah, uh, and this could take a while for him yes. to fix all this. That's why, you know, there's we talked about in the previous episode about how... <clears throat> Uh, Disney and Marvel kind of want multiple seasons, and right now, reportedly, they say three. So we did notice in the end of this trailer and in a previous trailer, he was in a suit and tie uh, and sunglasses, and this is referenced to somebody, and I don't know if you know this, Vin, a person who you might have been like an FBI agent who went on a plane, who's supposed to go, go on a mission. The plane crashes, but they never found this guy's body. Oh shit! I, I, I remember watching a video on this and who they're refer- who Loki is referencing, it, who they're referencing it in the show, because there was this thing we talked about early, early in the, uh, in the when we first started doing this podcast about the concept of this show is that Loki will be going in and fucking up time and he's the cause for <laughs> a lot of historical oh, events. Do you remember
1: like a few weeks ago I recommended a show called Invincible?
0: Yes, I still haven't gotten to watch that yet.
1: It fucking took off. Oh, yeah. Everybody's fucking... There's memes. all over
0: the place. There's
1: fucking memes everywhere.
0: I've never seen the show yet, but the memes are fucking hilarious. Dude, it's even funnier when you watch a show. (laughs) Okay, so what we're going to have to do... Since this show is blown up like yeah, crazy, yeah, we're gonna have to talk a little bit about. We're it. gonna have to talk a little bit about. It's not this. Marvel,
1: but it is. It is based off a comic
0: book by it the is. guy
1: who did The Walking Dead.
0: It is superhero based. So yeah. anything, anything nerd related, we'll definitely talk about. So I will get on the horn. I will binge that show, and it's on a, it's, and a it's fe- ten episodes. But listen, each episode is like forty five minutes to an hour okay. long. I will binge that show. It's either
1: 10 or 8 episodes. I can't remember.
0: I will binge that show, and we will make a time. And we will make time Yo, to it's talk badass. about it. It looks fun. It looks awesome.
1: And it's like R rated.
0: Yeah. I love that how they they made J.K. Simmons' trailer, uh, trailer, character pretty much uh, portray J. Jonah Jameson if he has superpowers. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, I love that so much. Anyway, so we'll get to Invincible in the future. So, Loki. I remember in the, one of these trailers, he ends up saying, Heimdall, brother, I hope, you're, I hope you're ready for me. And then the Bifrost comes after Loki jumps out of the plane and grabs him. So one thing lo- that um, we don't know for sure if Loki's going to be in Thor Love and Thunder. He possibly could. Um, we don't know what timeline he was in when he jumped out of that plane. Um it's possible he could have gone to a point where Thor and Thor and Heimdall are significant, well, not significantly, but younger in a different timeline. Because remember, the Asgardians live for thousands of years; they die, but they live for thousands of thousands of years, like Odin says. Um, I wonder what will become of Loki at the end of this show. Um, will he try to escape? Will he try to cause wreak re- havoc? It will he be, you know a long-standing villain now in the MCU? Will he be more of an anti-hero? Where do you think uh, Loki's going to leave once this show has kind of gotten the point of where he, where they want him to go, really?
1: Hmm, That's a good question. Where will Loki end up? Well, I think we're going to see Loki in the Multiverse of Madness for sure.
0: I think it's very possible we could see him in there.
1: Anything that type of interdimensional re- relating, it's its Loki. Like, Loki has to be involved in that in some way.
0: Because I remember in one of the trailers, they did show <clears throat> Loki when he's using his sorcery, he had glow... His hands were glowing green. Now, similar to Wanda with her hands glowing red and Agatha, her hands glowing purple... You think he becomes a sorcerer? I mean, Loki already is a sorcerer. Well,
1: like one of the fucking ones of eternity or something like
0: that? No, I don't think he's going to, like, follow in the footsteps of Doctor Strange or anything like that. Loki is his own thing. He's his own being. He's the god of mischief, as he likes to say. So, I do think it's entirely possible we could see Loki in Doctor Strange's Multiverse of Madness. I also think it's entirely possible we could see Loki in Thor Love and Thunder, but we have to think where would he fit the most? Where would he make sense? And overall what would his role be because this is the loki from 2012 this is the loki who tried taking over the earth and ruling it with an iron fist mm. so i don't imagine i imagine that he wouldn't want to help anybody um i would f- i would i'm not sure where i'd want to see him more if tom hiddleston is going to be in one of these movies because we're just speculating if he is or he isn't
1: he has to be though i mean how many movies are left in his contract
0: I have no idea. I mean, I think he probably thought. Well, 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 first of all, let's see how many projects, how many movies slash shows Tom Hiddleston has done in the MCU. He's done the first Thor movie, the first Avengers movie, the second Thor movie, the third Thor movie, Avengers Infinity War, and now Loki, the show. That's six. So the standard Marvel contract is you do six. Now... I'm not sure if I'm forgetting any, and I'm not including cameos like in. Um, well, uh, or does Endgame count? I'm not sure. C- well, again, that's a cameo. That is just a cameo. He's not. He's not an official. It's not an official movie. So let me look up Tom Hiddleston here. On on the old Google machine, find his old IMDb or his Wikipedia here. Um, so Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston, he has been in for the MCU. Like we said, he's been in uh, the first Thor movie. Yep. He was in the <clears throat> Avengers, Thor the Dark World, Thor Ragnarok, Avengers Infinity War, Avengers Endgame, and Loki. So counting that off, that is one, two, three, four, five, six, and then seven if you count. Loki series. Now, I more or less consider Loki's uh, scenes in Endgame and Infinity War pretty much cameos because Loki died at the beginning. 2018 Loki died at the beginning of Endgame, and 2012 Loki, when they went back in time for the time heist, he was just kind of there and picked up the Tesseract and left.
1: Yeah, he's only done a couple,
0: so he's got like two movies left. If any, so if we're not counting Infinity War and Endgame, if those are more or less cameos, because they don't necessarily count cameos as a part of a contract. They
1: don't?
0: Not necessarily from what I, from what I understand. Oh, no,
1: dude, it's Avengers.
0: It is Avengers. Isn't Loki an Avenger? I mean, he's not an Avenger.
1: No, but he's a villain,
0: right? He is a villain for sure. Um, I would say, I mean, if I'm Tom Holland and if they definitely want to use me for more things, and clearly he has fun doing this, playing this role. Clearly, he has a lot of fun doing this. I think, I think that maybe they'll count his time in the the show for how many seasons they do. Consider because, or are they going to consider all of Loki? Like, let's say, as treat that as a movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Could they Could they treat that entire project? And when his time is done, his time is done. We'll have to wait and see. Because, again, because people's con- just because people's contracts ends doesn't mean that they're not going to continue. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom Holland, his contract is going to be up after No Way Home. But that doesn't mean he's going to be done playing Spider-Man. No, no, no. He's only going to get re-upped. He even says, he's like, if Marvel wants me to keep doing these movies, I will do 10 more Spider-Man films because I love playing Spider-Man. I love it so much. and It's the best job in the world. So Tom Holland's not going anywhere. Tom Hiddleston? I think we can stick have him stick around for a little while longer. Yeah, dude, he's got to be in love and thunder. I would yeah. I would think that if the show is really <clears throat> popular, then they'll they'll keep doing it. Hmm. You know? And I
1: think it's going to be I think the show's going to be popular as fuck. It's fucking Loki. You know? We're getting an A-list actor in a TV show.
0: We have talked about how Loki this it's not like a thing with Captain, Amer- uh, Captain America, well, yeah, Captain America and the Winter Soldier and WandaVision, where those two miniseries were to establish Wanda Maximoff and Sam Wilson as Scarlet Witch and Captain America, respectively. So, Loki, we've said, he's an established character. Mm-hmm. Everyone has loved Loki from the very beginning and think Tom Hiddleston is Loki when you think of a lot of these characters and these actors playing them. Mm uh-huh. hmm. So the villain they've kind of been speculating is that it could be Lady Loki, female Loki. Um, but there's also theories that, you know, Loki could be going to different eras of time where he's fighting himself. Oh shit. So do you recall in one of the trailers when he's got the horns and he's got a, a blue blazer and says vote where Loki's running for president of the United States? Yeah. And he's like what did you expect? And then everyone's pointing a sword and a gun at him. He's like, yeah. What there if you look closely in that trailer, you see Loki in the suit with the time variant police. Oh shit. It's very brief. Like he's wearing two different outfits. So I think we could be seeing multiple Loki's. Also, they said that can you really trust this Loki variant? Meaning yep. this particular Loki. We all know we can't trust they can't trust Loki. Any version of Loki. No, but I think maybe Loki could be fighting different versions of himself in maybe. this show.
1: Maybe he's the only person that can do it because he, he would be the best person to fight himself. Who better to fight
0: Loki than Loki? <clears throat> yeah. Um, overall, though, we're very excited for the Loki series. Mm-hmm. Um, it could potentially be better than WandaVision and Falcon Winter Soldier because there'll be more material to go off of. That's true. But we'll have to wait and see. This is more up to the crazier mystic side Uh, like the Doctor Strange-esque type of stuff that that I really enjoy in the MCU. But anyway, stopping with Marvel for a minute, now we're going to be getting into a whole bunch of Star Wars stuff. We are going to be talking about the Bad Batch. So, if you guys, if those of you who've been waiting for us to talk about the Bad Batch, we're finally talking about it. For those of you who are unaware of the Bad Batch and Star Wars, well, strap in.
1: Yep. (laughs) Because you know what, Bad
0: Batch is fucking
1: awesome. It is. They only had a couple of episodes in the final season of Clone Wars, but now that they have their own show, we're gonna be able to really see what's going on. I don't know if anybody that's listening ever played that game, Republic Commando. It, I think came out for a PlayStation and the first Xbox. Mm-hmm. But um, it's kind of like that. It's like specialized clones that are do, that are sent down to do stuff. But it takes place. Bad Batch takes place just like. The first episode is right before the ex, uh, Order 66 gets, mm-hmm.
0: gets sent out. <clears throat> so let's give a brief history of the Bad Batch for those who aren't aware. So the Bad Batch, they were first introduced in the final season of the Clone Wars <clears throat> uh, animated series in the first few episodes. Uh, they are originally introduced as Hunter, Crosshair, Tech, and Wrecker. Clone force 99 yep. every yep. single one of them has a mutated deficiency uh, wrecker is uh, brute strength and likes to blow things up yeah uh, crosshair is a master assassin and sniper yep um, tech is in his name is very good with technology yep he's a very tech handy guy brilliant the master uh, the brains of the group and then Hunter uh, is Rambo. Yeah, essentially <laughs> he's just leader if, leader Rambo. If, if you have looked on our Instagram page and on our Twitter page now, we're on Twitter at fanspeculation on Twitter. Thank God. And speculation underscore pod on Instagram still. Uh, I posted the meme of Hunter and then Rambo on Leo DiCaprio's body. <laughs> so, um, but as they, uh, they helped uh, Captain Rex and Anakin Skywalker um, in the Clone Wars and... Prior to this, we're seeing Commander Cody and Captain Rex speak to each other. And Rex is looking at a picture of all the clones they've lost over the Clone, the clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heavy, uh, Echo, um, Fives, a bunch of different clones throughout the series. And Rex is noticing that the droids they're fighting, uh, they're using... Uh, attack patterns that Echo and Rex would use together. Long story short of this all, the bad batch, Anakin Skywalker and Captain Rex's clone battalion, uh they re- they find out Echo's alive. So he's strapped to these machines. He's got like one of Remember the guy, the bald guy from uh, Empire Strikes Back that Lando mm-hmm. like you know like pretty much tells to communicate the to same He's them? got like a mind control device on his head. Yes. Um that it, it actually I I think I was talking with my boss about this today. It enhances the brain waves. Oh shit! So there's that. He's he's all pale. He's bald. Uh, he's uh, he's he lost one of his hands. Like it's just a, a piece that he uses kind of hack into shit. Similar to like how R two D two did that.
1: Yeah, he's got the uh, he's got like the
0: U S the R two D two USB plug in. <laughs> yeah, and that's on his right hand. Yep. So uh, you, we got to introduce the, we got to know the bad batch a little bit, and that's in the, those few episodes. And then we saw as the bad batch was leaving, uh, Hunter offered Echo if he wanted to join, and Echo wasn't sure. And Captain Rex Rex said to him, "Echo, we've been friends for a long time. If you want to go with them, you're more than welcome to. I think you'll fit in real well there. And Echo joined the bad batch. Mm-hmm. So that's a brief history on them. The Bad Batch episode one starts with um, a clone battalion being pinned down, and I'm trying to remember this this Jedi master's name, uh, Deppa Bilaba. She's a, uh, the Jedi master on this on this planet where the droids are really messing these clones up, mm-hmm. and she is the Padawan of Caleb Doom, aka the future Kanan Jarrus. Yep. Now, I will say, I, I was happy because I heard Freddie Prince Jr. That is the voice of Kanan Jarrus. Kanan yeah. Jarrus is from the Star Wars Rebels show, animated show, another really great series. Um he looked like he was like twelve or thirteen. It was really weird to see that his balls had dropped that early of an age. Yeah, right. <laughs> and if you actually, if you noticed, they were actually on the video call in the Clone Wars series when Ahsoka went to go speak to uh, them. Then after they said they captured Maul. I'm,
1: I'm sorry if if you guys don't know who we're talking about. It's the it's the Jedi Master who trains Ezra.
0: Yes, Canon Jarrus trains Ezra Bridger in the Clone Wars series. Um, yes, yeah, so. He, I don't recall the reason why he changed his name. Maybe to try and get away from Order 66?
1: Yeah, of course, because um, he was definitely afraid that like that his number,
0: his name was like a trigger. Yeah, probably. You know what I mean? So it was at this point, this kind of coincides with what's happening in Revenge of the Sith and the final season of The Clone Wars. So I liked, first of all, I liked how we saw this, how we got a broader, um, a wider spread of, of uh, of Order Sixty Six. Yeah, they're really they're really answering a lot of questions, which is really really good. So the the clones are getting knocked down really badly, and then uh, Caleb, aka Kanan, comes in and says like, "Where's the reinforcements? They're on their way." And the clone commander says, "How many are there? Five. Five were doomed." That's what I thought, but you yep. should see these guys in action. And then these five clones just make quick was fucking, fucking waste of these droids. Yep, just like not even not even it, it was moments. It was so, so good. Action packed right from the beginning.
1: Yeah, it was pretty a pretty good opening to the Bad Batch, I'm not gonna
0: lie. So as after then, we've uh, the clones and the Bad Batch and uh, uh Deppa Balaba and, and Caleb, they're about to go fight, and then the clone commander of that troop gets a call from Palpatine and says, Execute order sixty six. Yep, and then you're like, Holy shit Now we know noti- right now we noticed that the Bad Batch themselves aren't really sure what's going on. Yep. Caleb is afraid, and then he sees the clones attacking his master, and then he sees the Bad Batch. They're like, what's wrong? He's like, stay away from me. Yeah, yeah, he starts freaking out. So Echo and Tech go to talk to the other, what they call the regs, the regular clones. Yep. Um, And Hunter and Crosshair go and try and find Caleb. While While Wrecker was told by Hunter to buy them some time and tr- and make sure the regs don't follow them. So as we're going through, Hunter and Crosshair are trying to find Caleb. He's in the trees, but we notice Crosshair fires at Caleb.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He and just we're doesn't like, give a fuck. we're
0: like, whoa, what? And if you and if you recall, for those of you who have seen the Clone Wars series, Crosshair is kind of one of those guys in the Bad Batch. He's kind of a dick. You don't really like him all that yeah, much.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can tell he's a du- like the douchebag of the group.
0: Yeah, for sure. So... We see that Hunter is trying to talk to Caleb he's trying to talk to me he's like he's like stay away from me he's like listen kid I don't want to help I, I don't help I don't want to hurt you mm-hmm. I want to help you he's like you killed her like the other clones killed her I'm just as confused with what's going on just as you are mm-hmm. let me help you so instead Hunter's always the voice of reason yes he is instead Caleb jumps across this Huge like gap between uh, over this river, mm-hmm. and he's like, No, and then he gets away. Yep, Crosshair comes back and says, So, what happened to the Padawan? Yep, and Hunter lied. He said, I stunned him as he jumped across, he didn't make it. Crosshair already knows that he's lying. Yep. They go back and they're just all the clones. Like well, the clones, but the Bad Batch. All the guys are like they're noticing something is wrong. Something's not right. They're asking for clearance codes. They're like clearance codes. Don't they know who we are? Yeah. yeah they yeah. go back. They go to their they go to their little uh, their bunker area, and Echo is just like, Ugh, "Smell's getting worse." You're still new, Hunter says. You'll get used to it. And Crosshair comes in. Speak for yourself.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I don't know why, but Crosshair comes off to me as, like, his voice comes off to, like, a pedophile trying to get a kid. Yes, like it, it, or, or like, a serpent person. He, he's, yeah, like, a really snake-like character. He's yeah. sneaky, you know? Yeah. I mean, I guess that makes sense with the uh, the sniper being his uh, rifle of choice. Yeah, right? Like, he's so, a fucking he's camp- camping bitch. Your kids want some candy. <laughs> I've lost my puppy. Come help me find him. Oh fuck that, dude! <laughs> fuck that. I'm Not following you. No way, snake. Yeah, right. That's, yes, crosshair does look that. That's the first thing I when I first saw crosshair. He just res- has like a sharp head. He sounds just not sounds, but he was he resembles snake a lot. The to
1: bad me. batch don't even doesn't even look like the clones. Like they don't
0: have the same face as Jango Fett. So like that's the well, Hunter does more than any of them. Yeah, Hunter totally does. But Echo, like- an Echo and Echo was a regular clone. True. Um, which we'll get into. They're wondering why is it that this is all going on? Why is or what is Order sixty six, and why is this? Tech finds out that the Order sixty six is to eliminate the Jedi. And Hunter asks, "Which Jedi? All of them?" They say they've committed treason. Crosshair is quick to say, "Well, that explains things." Hunter's like, "It doesn't begin to explain explain anything." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it doesn't. So. We know as the viewer what Order 66 is, but we're seeing it from the perspective of the Bad Batch, who are very confused. Yeah, Tech, being the, the smartest of the group, figuring things out real quickly, he says, wondering, how come... The question asks, how come all the other clones are acting like this, and we're not? Tech says, well, because of our mut- mutated deficiencies. Yeah, they're, they're specialized genetic
1: modifications
0: to be good at specific tasks, so remove that from their brain. Yes, so each individual member of the bad batch has a special ability hunter he is an expert tracker when he's looking for an enemy or he's looking for uh, just searching for somebody or something his tracking is through the roof and that's why he is and he is the leader of the group crosshair yep. is an expert sniper rifleist and he he's an eagle eye so, yep. is, so to speak mm-hmm. wrecker is the brute he is the muscle and he like he says love to blow things up yep 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 <laughs> Wreck, Hell yeah, Wreck, uh, When I first met, when I first saw the group, I'm like, Wrecker is my favorite." Yeah, Wrecker also has like the biggest heart. He yeah, he is like a giant teddy bear. What's the name of the girl that they pick up? We will get to uh, Omega or Omega. Oh yeah, Omega. In a second. Um, so, <clears throat> Wrecker is a brute, brute strength, loves to blow shit up. Tech is the the smartest one, and that's and, and he explains that's why because of our mutations and our and our expert skills in each individual task. That's why we don't seem to be affected like the other clones. But then Hunter asks, what about Echo? He was a reg- He was a reg before we joined here. He's like, yeah, how come I'm not acting this way? Tex speculates that because he was attached to all this stuff with the droids and they were using his brain for all these battle tactics, that it wiped away any, um, previous programming he had that would had make sense. in the, in the past and the inhibitor chip he has isn't working because the inhibitor chip is once you say execute order 66 the clones will do that without yeah, yeah, yeah. question without
1: yeah because that's how they were grown on Kamino yes if you if, if anybody here watched Clone Wars you'll know that like there was that episode with fives where he started like basically glitching out yes you know and then that sparked like that's basically was the start of the whole end of the Clone Wars uh, not like not like that it was close to the end of the series, but it was like, getting close to it. It basically like marks this will be the final investigation or like or this will be the final
0: climax of and the And you show. see the Kanoans Kinoan, they are talking with Count Dooku. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they find uh, Jedi Master Cyphyas, like he's gone nuts and he's gone crazy. Yeah. And then Anakin and Obi Wan discover that Dooku is Darth Tyrannus. Yep. And I remember watching the episode, I'm like, Oh shit. They never knew he was Darth Tyrannus. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows his fucking Sith name.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, and that kind of sucks. It's like to think you 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 betray the Jedi and you turn to the dark side, and they don't even call you by your Sith name.
1: No, they just call you Dooku. Yeah,
0: like a fucking bitch. And then they see like the Jedi Council. They decide they knew that the clones were orchestrated by Dooku and the Kamowans, uh, Kaminoans, to have that. Yeah. But Yoda and the Council decided we must keep this a secret. We cannot tell the Chancellor. Because literally, they know the chancellor's the one who
1: did it. In the you first know what? Place. I, you know what? I wish we got more of in um, Clone Wars. Uh, not like the series. I'm talking about the movie now. I That's, wish we got more of the, like the one-on-ones the, with Obi-Wan and Count Dooku. There wasn't a there wasn't a one-on-one with Obi-Wan and Count Dooku, but there totally should have been because they would have only talked about Qui-Gon
0: Jinn. Probably. I mean, there was a lot of one-on-one fights between Count Dooku and Obi-Wan in the series. Yeah, I know, but like. I wanted to see some live action with fucking Owen McGregor. Yeah, that would have been good. That would have been really good. But, anyway, we see uh, in this show that there is a mandatory meeting to be set, and what it is, it's Palpatine's uh, fucking speech he gives yes. in Revenge of the yes. Sith.
1: it gets mass broadcasted across all the clones, all across the galaxy.
0: So, what we see is that Palpatine turning the, the Republic into the first galactic Empire. Yes. Yes. Of <laughs> course, dude. It's what an iconic scene. From, if you're gonna from say anything Sith. from Palpatine, you need to do it in a Palpatine voice. Good, can Good. Yeah, I know because that's now the only way people him. can understand it. Kill him now. I shouldn't. Do it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I love Palpatine's. Like pro- arguably one of the best villains in all cinema. He's so fucking good.
1: Yeah, and he, dude, one of the most dastardly plans that lasts
0: decades. He's a smart... You have to say the smartest man in the galaxy. Has to be. Is Palpatine, for sure. Anyway, so now the Republic is the Empire. And who do we meet talking to the Kamoan? Kenan Owens, I keep fucking that up, is Admiral Tarkin.
1: Yes, yes. Tarkin makes a big appearance in the Bad Batch. He has a lot of screen
0: time. Yes, and Tarkin... Is, was also we had a young Tarkin in the Clone Wars. I mean, series. no, no, no version
1: of Tarkin looks young, Mm-mm. and like you have to do that so people know who he is.
0: Even when Tarkin was released, uh, 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 first shown in the Clone Wars, he still looked like he was forty. Yeah, well, well, they always give him the gray hair. Exactly. So we see that he was talking to uh, the Prime Minister of Kamino, saying that clones are ex- too expensive. And that they think real recruits will be better. As we see, uh they tested this theory uh, later on, and we meet Omega later on. Mm-hmm. She knows Clone Force ninety nine, and she seems to admire them.
1: Yes. Well, now, particularly Hunter.
0: Yes. Now, I did say that I got total vibes of Hunter and between Hunter and Omega. Like Joel and Ellie in The Last of Us.
1: Totally accurate. Same kind of vibe. Like she, father, it, adopted daughter type deal.
0: Yes. Hunter is for sure the f- the adopted father to Omega. Mm-hmm. Whereas Tech, Echo, and Wrecker are all the fun uncles. Yes, correct. Especially Wrecker.
1: Especially Wrecker. Wrecker has like a super soft spot for Omega.
0: Yes. I mean, skipping over real quickly to episode three end of episode three, uh, we saw in the beginning of episode three, she didn't really have a place to sleep. Yeah, And what he did for her at the end of the the episode is he made her her own room. Yep. And that's really, really sweet. It
1: was nice. And they gave her, like, the fucking stars.
0: Yes, and he gave her his little teddy bear thing. Yeah. When they were looking for all their stuff and when they escaped, uh, it's like, is this what you're looking for? Hey, you found it!
1: (laughs) Hey, you guys!
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, No, come on. Wrecker's great. He's much better than Sloth and the Goonies. Yes. Anyway, so. Um, we realize that, uh, that Tarkin takes the clone, uh, the Bad Batch on a mission to Alderon to destroy what they think are Separatist droids. They're not Separatist droids. They are people who are against the Republic, which would later become yes. the Rebellion, who's led by Saul Guerrera. Yeah. We've seen Saul Guerrero before in the Clone Wars series, uh, Captain Rex and and uh, Anakin Skywalker and Ahsoka Tano, help. and Rogue One. Yes, and in Rogue One. Now, Sol Guerrero was he first introduced in Clone Wars or was that Rogue One? Because I saw Rogue One first. I
1: believe Clone Wars came out first.
0: Okay, so yes. Forrest Whitaker playing the real action, uh, the live action uh, Saul Guerrero. This old, defeated man. Crazy. Yeah. We also see Saul Guerrero in the, um, whatchamacallit. We, we haven't the, seen Saul the- Guerrero in
1: Bad Batch yet, though. Like, like we've obviously, he's relevant, but we haven't actually seen him animated there No, we yet. did. Wait, where? The first episode. I just said. Oh, that's right. That's f- I right. just I'm said sorry. in
0: the first episode. <laughs> I'm sorry. Put your phone down.
1: I got a fucking... Yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, so we did see him in the Bad Batch, and he was helping pretty much the Bad Batch were supposed to dispose of them, according to Tarkin. But mm-hmm. Hunter was not going to kill innocent people, whereas Crosshair is just like, let's fuck him up. Or Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's fuck him up. Let's kill <laughs> <out."> <laughs> <laughs> So the big thing with Crosshair is like, he's the one member of the Bad Batch where it's like, good soldiers follow orders. Oh, now, yeah, if yeah, you remember, yeah. that's the order that, oh, no, it wasn't fives fives who was doing who was the clone that first discovered like who the inhibitor chip was malfunctioning because fives was the one who was malfunctioning well well he what but he was investigating it oh well, then it was fives no fives investigated the clone that's the reason as to why they were doing oh, that yeah it was i'm um, trying to remember why who did that
1: who was the fucking who's the guy that we still haven't seen make an appearance in ben um and he's supposed to rex
0: Oh well, Rex. Yeah, so we'll skip over a little bit. Rex? Isn't it Rex? No, it's not Rex. Oh, it's not Rex. Um, Rex has been mentioned in the Clone Wars series so far. Yeah, totally, totally gonna make an appearance in Bad Batch. I think so too. We go to uh, episode two where we meet Cut. Now, Cut we saw once in the Clone Wars series. Uh, he was on the ship in Attack of the Clones that got yep. knocked down, which we thought Cut was dead. Uh, Rex is the one who finds him, and he wants to report Cut to the Republic for treason. But as you, but then he meets up with uh, with uh, with a woman. They adopt kids, and they have a family. Yeah. So, a lot of people are asking why isn't that Cut didn't change during Order Sixty Six. Now, here's the answer to that question. The reason being is is because. The clones have to hear the words Execute Order 66. Because I've never heard them. He didn't hear them. So if and there's a comic to back this up. I was I was watching a video from Star Wars Theory. And there was a particular video where there were uh, Sith Inquisitors were hunting down a Jedi and the and this Jedi Master he sensed that just what sort of I thought. They're clones. Mm-hmm. These particular stormtroopers were leftover clones, and he said, "Once a Jedi, always a Jedi." Execute Order sixty-six, yeah. and these clones triggered and attacked the Sith inquisitors that they were being led by, and that led this particular Jedi master to get away. I don't wow. remember the name of this Jedi master, but this is a comic book. It is canon to the Star Wars, uh, uh, you know, the Star Wars universe. Yeah. So. Cut wasn't a member of the Imperial, uh, Imperial, uh, the Republic mm-hmm. Army anymore, so he never heard the words execute Order 66. Mm-hmm. That's why he's still there. A big important thing is that we saw that Rex was mentioned, and Rex and Ahsoka yeah, were last and, seen and, together at the end of yeah, Clone yeah, Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: and it, the, the guy Cut was like, you just missed Rex. Remember?
0: Yeah, but he said by a day. He was literally just here yesterday. Just so do you, I think we'll for sure see Captain Rex in this show. Mm-hmm. But do you think we'll see Ahsoka Tano? I think Rex more than Ahsoka personally. Rex
1: definitely more than Ahsoka, but I think it's totally possible to see Ahsoka.
0: I would like to. I would like to know what it is she did after the moments when the ship crashed yeah. and she pretty much buried the Why rest of the clones. Where did she kings.
1: acquire the white lightsabers?
0: Um. Well, that's actually that's actually already answered. Oh, is it? Um. Ahsoka defeated Sith inquisitors. And she purified the red Kaiba crystal and made it white. Wow. That's how she got uh, the white. That's how she made her her blades white. That's cool. I don't know. Uh, actually, yes. Yeah, she took them from different Sith Inquisitors. And she, like I just said, she purified the Kaiba crystals. Cool. So, yeah. Excuse me. So is fucking great. I grew to love. Ah, Ahsoka Tano became one of my absolute all-time favorite Star Wars characters last year. Yeah, she's got a cool-ass story. When when I binged all of Clone Wars. Mm -hmm. So anyway, Ahsoka Tano, we'd love to see her in the show, but most likely she's not going to. Getting back real quickly to the Bad Batch, we do have to talk about Omega. We learned that Omega is an enhanced clone. So
1: a clone of who, though?
0: Well, I would have to say she's a female version of a clone of Jango Fett. You think so? Uh possibly, you know. I I I think that there's a lot of theories going around that she's Force sensitive.
1: Yeah, that's got cuz she has like a, a special ability with healing or something like that.
0: She did go to Crosshair when they were in the cell before his inhibitor chip got enhanced, which that's something we kind of skipped over, is that Crosshair ended up being the one's hunting. Yes. Uh Clone 499 and then he went out on his own with these, with these, uh, these first ever stormtroopers. Yes. And the one guy was just like, hey, they're civilians. We shouldn't kill them. We should bring them for questioning. And then Crosshair kills him, and then they follow Crosshair, and then they kill the rest of the people from Slong Guerrero's group. Um, Omega does say to Crosshair, "I know what, I know you're angry. I know what you're feeling. I know it's not your fault. There's something about Omega, whether she's force sensitive or not, has to do with something. Like we're down, like like Grogu and Mando, or Din Djarin is his real name. There, I see that relationship with Hunter and Omega. So, um, oh, I can't remember the the lady, uh, Kaminoan person. Uh, I'm forgetting. Yeah, I, can't I can't remember her name, her name either. either. But I believe she is to be like the mother figure of Omega.
1: Yeah, because like when 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 she when they were still in Camino, uh,
0: she was like, "Come on, Omega, time to go." You know. Yeah, she says like she is my medical assistant. So, and you see that Omega has really been sheltered most of her life. Like when yep. they go to the planet where they meet Cut, she's like, "What is this?" And she picked up the dirt. And Hunter's just like, it's dirt. like, (laughs) wow. But imagine that. A kid who was sheltered their entire life, and they don't know. And she didn't even know what throwing a ball is all like. Or catching a ball or whatever. So, and she obviously is very skilled. Because she took down, not took down Crosshair, but disabled his blaster. His sniper blaster. Mm Mm-hmm. So... Where do you think Omega plays in all this?
1: Kind of like a Grogu. To the Bad Batch. You know what I mean? Like, Omega has to have some type of either force-wielding ability or, like, hyper-intellect where she's genetically modified to be hyper-intelligent.
0: Something like that. Because they did say... uh, What's her name? The Kaminoan lady. She did say... And... um, because Tarkin was impressed with uh, Clone Force 99, uh, Bad Batch's um, skills on the testing grounds after he said to use live rounds. And they they improvised and they were able to defeat the droids who were using live rounds. Yeah. Which I learned those are early, early prototypes to the Dark Troopers we see in Mandalorian. Really? They're very similar. If you look at the body You type, know what? They are. So it's like a prototype almost. Okay, cool. So Tarkin says that how many enhanced clo- clones are there? She says five. Now, we already know four of them mm-hmm. are the Bad Batch yes. minus Echo. So you have to. And then Tech discovers that it's Omega. Mm-hmm. And the guy's just like, you knew this? And Tech's like, well, I thought it was obvious. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Wrecker's like, you waited until now to tell us? Yeah tech is tech assumes that everybody's just as smart the, as yeah on the same he level. assumes everybody's as smart as him so it's just like why would i say it Everybody this is a should good show it. if you haven't watched it yet, you should totally it, it watch really it. is well like every character is, is new very, episode comes out tomorrow yeah. i don't know i don't know what well, time well, you gotta find out for your fucking well self. today as as we're releasing this podcast we're releasing this episode on the 21st of may oh there you go so definitely go check out the bad batch you can binge episodes one through three I don't know if I'm gonna be able to watch it
1: if only if it comes out like at a decent time tomorrow morning because I, I gotta go on this fucking trip, and like that is my main focus. I will, probably won't be able to watch it until Monday if that's the case.
0: Hey man, I'm probably not gonna be able to watch it till Monday either because I mean I have off on Monday this coming Monday, Monday and Tuesday. Oh, do
1: you? That's yeah, good. What, do you ha- have Friday off too. You Gonna go fucking bug out Memorial Day weekend, get all fucked up, get no, all saucy?
0: I wish I had off like my, <laughs> my boss like because there's only like four of us in the mail room, mm-hmm. um like. If someone took off that day, we can only really get that day off unless it was like an actual an absolute emergency. No, well, everybody's got off on Monday. Monday's Memorial. Oh yeah, Memorial Day we're off. But the thing Mm -hmm. is, he took off that Friday and that Tuesday. And when there's a day off for like like the post office, Mm -hmm. we get hit with a lot of work on the Tuesday.
1: I took off Friday. I took off Friday, and uh, I knew I was gonna have off Monday. So I'm I'm planning on fishing four days in a row down there.
0: Yeah, but I mean like this coming Monday and this mm-hmm. coming Tuesday, I have off, and then I have off the we, the days of the 14th to the 17th in June. Cool. I had to use days off before they were done, because our fiscal year starts in July, if you don't use those days before the 15th yeah, over, fucked. you lose them. So, yeah, you know. But uh, anyway, so overall, where how are you feeling about the Bad Batch show so far? I'm excited. I want to see more. Okay. Okay. Um, the last what,
1: episode, though episode three, not a whole lot of not a whole lot of action going not whole, on. Not a whole lot, but but you build to important it. Important things have happened in the in that episode. It's so. a story progression episode. Yeah, like story the, progression. The the show is still in its platform building stage.
0: I would say my favorite though so far is episode one.
1: Oh yeah, filled that, with fucking action, filled with storyline, filled mm-hmm. with twists and turns right off the bat. Good it tied it, tied
0: into Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think 2 and 3 were more of storyline and character building moments. 2 still had some pretty cool action mm-hmm. when the Bad Batch was trying to get away and the clones were attacking them. Yeah. Um, and we saw that Hunter was trying to get Omega to go with Cut and his family.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, she was trying to spare her from a life of fucking constant combat. Yeah, but she wants to be
0: with the Bad Batch. Yeah, that's because she's a badass motherfucker. She's a bad. Bitch, <laughs> that's a bad bitch, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> you, you ever like remember? I remember when Bad Batch was first announced. Like all the Star Wars shows, I remember seeing like now I have the Bad Bitch. Oh no, Bad Batch. Yeah, oh, yeah, Bad yeah. Batch. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> I'm loving the show so far. Uh, we hope you understood our not so in depth analysis of yeah, <laughs> the I Bad know. Batch show. Um, but I honest, I, I I'm hearing people on, saying that. Like Star Wars Theory in particular, this guy on YouTube, he doesn't necessarily think that they're going to last a long time. He's like, I don't know if this is going to be a limited series or if they're going to keep going. He's like, but I think in the end they're probably going to die. That's what he thinks.
1: Yeah, I think this is going to be a one-season thing. I totally
0: agree with that. I don't know about one season, but I would have to agree with him in the sense where, like, because Star Wars, the the way they still tell the story is all over jumping the timelines because that's just how Star Wars is. Yeah. It's like you have to fill in the gaps of well, where were they during the rebellion versus the empire, and where were? I think it's going to be a one season thing, and they die at the end, and Omega lives on. Question is, where does where where does Omega play, and does she have a big factor in years to come, like in the Mandalorian, you know, or in Ahsoka? Um, But overall, the Bad Batch is awesome. Dave Filoni is doing a kick ass job with this show. I mean. It's I what I love when this before the show came out, it's like uh, Lucas Films. All right, you know this is not Clone Wars season eight. Yeah, yeah, I know Dave Filoni, and then it shows Agatha winking. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a great meme. So let's
1: anyway. uh, let's switch over to Marvel.
0: Yes, so we got to talk about Venom. We're gonna talk about Venom. Let there be carnage. Now, this is something we failed to talk about prior to last week. Yeah, but there was just so many MCU titles. We I I about.
1: really 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 loved. Uh, I really really love Venom one. I love that there was another symbiote as the villain in Venom one. I mm-hmm. thought that was really, really awesome. And I guess his symbi- name was Riot? Yeah, I think it was
0: Riot. Yeah, that was the symbiote's name.
1: And uh now that they're picking the second movie, Carnage, Carnage was literally my favorite second sim symb- like you know, my second favorite
0: symbiote. Because
1: obviously you have to go with Venom. But Carnage is fucking
0: crazy, dude. And it's gory. Carnage is the most brutal Spider Man villain. Yep that Spider-Man has ever faced.
1: What is the rating? Like, what what's going to be the rating for this oh, movie? Oh, it's got to be rated R. Because, it's gotta be. because Venom. Well,
0: was that right. leaves that, that leaves
1: everything fucking wide open and fucking awesome. Because let me tell you something. Because wasn't what Venom?
0: He Venom rated R? Oh, no, it was PG-13. Yeah. So then it'll be PG-13. Okay.
1: Uh, well, All right. I hope it's rated R because that's the only way to appropriately do Carnage. Like, yeah. mass gore. Like, super gore.
0: Let's see. Let there be Carnage. It's probably going to be PG-13.
1: Well, uh, what's it called? Um, I'm really excited for Woody Harrelson to play a psychopath.
0: Now, I remember when I heard Woody Harrelson was the one to be announced as Carnage. I was a little skeptical. I was sketchy, too. I thought we were going to see like a carrot top type person because... Yeah, I'm glad they got rid of the curly hair. Cletus is supposed
1: to be like a... Yeah, exactly.
0: Now, for those of you who are unaware, we'll give a brief uh, description of, of Carnage. So, Carnage... His symbiote host is Cletus Cassidy. Cletus Cassidy is a serial killer, yeah. and in the comic books, he shared a cell with Eddie Brock. Eddie Brock was arrested with, you know, with Venom, and they—I think—they believe that Venom's uh, symbiote was detached from him, if I, if I remember correctly. But a piece of Venom's uh, symbiote uh, still lived on. Eddie was able to escape from prison, and a piece of the symbiote attached to eddie so a friend of mine from work was telling me that like symbiotes are ace are ace uh sexual yeah so they can reproduce on their own venom reproduced on his own to create carnage
1: oh shit i thought i thought carnage was another symbiote that was on the asteroid
0: that's what i thought too uh it's possible that could be the case too but i think what my friend is saying might be the way things are going.
1: Yeah, because the, in the trailer they show they show uh, Cletus like strapped down to a chair and they inject some shit into him.
0: Yeah, but the other thing is that doesn't necessarily just because this is what the story yeah, was in the they comics. They just like captured him and they're like trying to push out the. the yeah, it, it doesn't mean that uh, you know that's what they do. Yeah. I mean, look at how Iron Man got captured in Iron Man One. Iron Man, he was yeah. captured by the Mandarin. In yes. this one, he was captured by the Ten Rings, who worked for the Mandarin in the comics overall. But it wasn't. But he was escaping Mandarin's palace, Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Not in, he escaped a terrorist bunker, really, in the first Iron Man. So mm-hmm. they kind of pick and choose and tweak a few things. Is Sony going to be
1: in charge of this? Because I noticed this that is, in the beginning of the show says in this, association this with Marvel. Is, this
0: is Sony's thing. Like the Spider-Man stuff, the the Spider-Man character stuff is in the thing. But we have to believe. We've talked about this before that. At some point, this stuff has to cross over into the MCU because Michael Keaton showed up at the end of of the Morbius trailer. Mm -hmm. Still haven't seen Morbius. Morbius never came out. I know. Because, I mean, let's be honest. We all watch the trailer just to be like, all right, let's take a look. And then we see Michael Keaton's at the end of the thing. Like, we know he's Vulture. Where are you going? Like, we know he's the vulture in the Spider-Man, the MCU Spider-Man mm-hmm. movies. And he's trying to put together a team of villains. Sinister Six? Mm-hmm. So, we could be seeing that. Now, here's the thing. How does Cletus... I feel like Cletus knows about Venom. He He's like, you and I are very similar, Eddie. We are the same. So, is it that... He has Carnage inside of him already because I don't know why he would say that if he didn't already. Oh, he's got to. He's got to. The question is, how did Carnage get inside of Eddie? How was Carnage made? That is one question that we're thinking. We saw the scene where he's probably going to be killed. I I hope it's Asteroid Story. You think that maybe when the asteroids came down with the symbiotes, like when Riot showed up and Venom showed up, that something similar happened? Mm-hmm. Now, we do see uh, Cletus sending letters to Eddie in his blood. In fact, one of those letters is in the opening of the trailer when Venom was making the bre- making breakfast for Eddie, mm-hmm. which also this seems like a very, quote-unquote, Toxic relationship between Eddie and Venom. Yeah, it was pretty. It's pretty like, nice. Like, Eddie looks like he hasn't gotten any sleep, and Venom's making a mess of things, mm-hmm. and he makes a ridiculous like clusterfuck huge, of huge breakfast. breakfast. Oh, of, of it waffles. Looked, honestly, it looked really good, though. It did. Like, it looked like a big. It, goes, looked, it looked like he goes, some. He goes, he goes like this. He goes, Delicious. Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> it, it looked like a big clusterfuck of food that The Rock would eat on his cheat day. Yes. But it looks like that's what Ben makes every single day. And he's <laughs> like, cut da cut some. And, and he's <laughs> like, what? And. <laughs> it's just really, really <laughs> good. Get, you gotta, get gotta get watch everywhere. Yes. So. Obviously we have Teddy uh, Teddy, uh Tom Hardy returning as Eddie Brock slash Venom Woody I ha- love
1: that Tom Hardy is a part of the MCU now by the he, way He's not in the
0: MCU Not yet Not yet okay. Motherfuck Woody Harrelson Cleas Cassidy slash Carnage um, Dude and then
1: Woody Harrelson will be in it too Anybody who's involved in Venom is going to be part of the MCU once Tom Hardy becomes the bridge and it will be because guess what in the opening it says Guess what
0: Association with Marvel I guess. Yeah Michelle Williams is returning as Anne Weying, who is uh, Eddie's ex-fiance. Naomi Harris, she is going to be playing Fran- uh, Francis Br- uh, Br- Brinson, who plays Shriek, who yep. is Cassidy's love interest. Reddit Scott as Dan Lewis, a doctor, and Anne's boyfriend. Uh, Stephen Graham a as Mulligan, a detective who's hoping to use Brock to find the remains of Cassidy's murder victims. Now, one thing we did notice is that this particular agent, he was reading the Daily Bugle West Coast, and it was the yep. lettering of the Sam Raby Spider-Man Daily Bugle lettering. This wasn't like the Alex Jones JK <laughs> <J>. Jonah Jameson <laughs> Alex version. Jones. But that's what the Daily Bugle was in the MCU. Yep. Yeah, They're portraying uh J. Jonah Jameson as Alex Jones, which I think is absolutely hilarious. Yes, it I is. love that so much. So we have said that this is an association with Marvel, and we mentioned just a few minutes ago about how Michael Keaton is gonna be in Morbius. We have to think at some point this is all going to connect together with the Spider-Man movies, mm-hmm. because why would it not? It has to. It has because to. what else is is Michael Keaton gonna be doing in Morbius that Tom Hardy and and uh, Woody Harrelson can't show up for something?
1: Yeah, I want to see. I want to see Tom Hardy fight uh fight Tom Holland and then become friends and then like fight Carnage
0: because the thing is I think a big thing people were kind of like Critical of in Venom is that he was very f- he was very funny. It felt more like a Deadpool movie than it did Venom, yeah. because in the begin and I'm kind of one of those people. I enjoyed the Venom movie, but I do wish when you introduce Venom, it would be that he is brutal, he's ruthless, he beats Spider-Man with an inch of his life, and that's what Venom does. Venom is a villain who eventually does transition into an anti-hero character yeah. who. Is very funny. Don't get me wrong. Venom is funny in the comic books. He does have his moments where he he makes jokes. Like Venom can be very funny. He can yeah. be. He can, I like Venom's humor. I, I do. I, I love every aspect of the Venom character. I kind of just wish they went in the more of the villain route first, but it is what it is. Yeah. What are you gonna do? You know. I'm. I wasn't. I'm, I'm not w- disappointed with how they've done it. No, I'm not disappointed either. I thought it's it's very good, and I think it's Sony's way of. Revolving this whole Spider universe that they're doing mm-hmm. around Venom, but I'm not really sure they know what they're doing. Yeah, but so far so good. We'll see.
1: Now, listen, Venom. Venom one was good. Let's see what they got.
0: I think it would be a damn shame though to not oh. see Carnage and Venom fight Tom Holland Spider Man. Eh. I mean, we get fucking Topher Grace's Spider. Uh, sorry, Venom in Spider Man three. I mean for God's sakes. Dude, I don't want to see fucking Eric Foreman. He's he could have been Spider-Man himself. He could have been he Could to- have been Spider-Man
1: himself. He could have been could Toby have, That was the best thing you've ever said, CJ. That's he, the best thing you've ever said. Oh I'm
0: glad. Thank you. Like he when I saw that movie, I'm like, this is Toby Maguire's understudy. Yes. He's not Eddie Brock. Mm-hmm. Like. <sighs> Had they gotten like what's his name who played Hyde in that 70s show, Danny Masterson? That, even that would have been better. Even that would have been ten times better because I'm just like, I I I see this, I see a uh, Hyde. I'm just like as 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 uh, Eddie Brock would have been like, okay, I could buy this. Yeah, I could see this. You know, I mean, the Spider-Man, the third Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie is just so bad and all over the place that mm-hmm. you know, I, I just it was just so bad. And but Tom Hardy. He does a great job portraying the character, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, that's something else is that Venom is not just, like, a symbiote that gives you power. Venom is another person. Yep. Venom is, an- like, he's a voice inside Eddie Brock's head, and that's not what he was in Spider-Man 3 for Tover Grace. No,
1: he, it became, like, a part of his personality.
0: Yeah, which... It, granted, they did do that well with the the black Spider-Man suit. It did enhance yeah. Peter's emotions, but as far as um, as far as you know, Eddie Brock, like Venom was Venom. Like he was growing more powerful inside of Peter Parker, and he mm-hmm. and he latched onto Eddie Brock. Um, I would say this movie. What are the chances that you think down the line we could see? Venom and Carnage Potentially Team up I don't know about team up But potentially Enter into the MCU But It would have to be Through the Sinister Six But let's just say this though I mean even though Venom and Carnage Were never in Oh my god What's up What if they
1: do The Morbius movie now Right Mm -hmm. And since it hasn't been Released for so long At the end of Morbius Like you see Michael Keaton, right? And then, like, he brings Morbius to, like, a warehouse. And he's like, well, I'm assembling a team. And you see fucking Tom Hardy and Woody Harrelson and, then like, just, like, in chairs, like, fucking screaming at each other or something or arguing or calling each other names. Mm-hmm. Like, because of this movie, they have, like, a shitty relationship, but they're ready to fucking commit villainy.
0: Well, here's the thing. I mean, and, and this was, I, I figured this is going to tie into Spider-Man at some point. We always end up talking about Spider-Man at some point in this podcast. Yeah. So... I am not sure. The thing is, the story has to make sense for Eddie and Cletus, Venom and Carnage, to fight each, to fight with each other rather than against each other. Because right now they're fighting against each other. Yeah, I know. And Carnage is brutal. I trust so- Marvel 100% with making a
1: good storyline. But
0: do you trust Sony?
1: No, not a- no one second.
0: Because that's what Sony's doing.
1: I know, but Marvel's I probably gonna be like, "Hey, listen, this—I mean, we can again, make a lot this, of money this, here. This, if you let I, it come back I to mean, us." I mean,
0: yeah, they could, but Sony—they've got a tight grip on the whole Spider-Man thing by it's the balls. Such bullshit, dude. I know it's bullshit, but it's a money thing. You know what I Blow mean? The <laughs> Blow the building up. Blow the building up. Give us our Spider-Man back. Uh, well, we do have him back. Well, fuck them. We want. I know we want everything back. We
1: have his. We have his costume. Essentially.
0: Yes. Um, I would say that. We'll have to wait and see what happens in venom, let mm-hmm. there be carnage mm-hmm. for this to happen. Yeah there's definitely
1: going to be more stuff that comes out before we
0: do the next episode. So. Because again, it would be criminal not to have carnage and venom in the MCU, and it's the not only fight. reason
1: they exist is Spider-Man. That's the only
0: reason they exist. <sighs> I,
1: I would They're Spider-Man villains.
0: They're not in anyone else's shit. So with the potential of maybe Spider-Man and Carnage going into the MCU? Let's talk about this real quickly and maybe kind of wrap around this for the towards the end of this podcast. There have been rumors, crazy, crazy rumors, just in general with the Spider-Man No Way Home movie. And we did briefly talk about this at one point in, uh, in the podcast. But ever since then, the rumors have been rampant even more of people calling for Willem Dafoe to come back as the Green Goblin. If that happens, if that happens,
1: I'll jerk off
0: for like Nothing. a whole week. <laughs>
1: what? <laughs>
0: what what f- why would you do that?
1: William Dafoe's William Dafoe. Oh Jesus Christ. Oh, I'm leaving it if we get Toby Maguire I'm and William Dafoe, there. dude, jerking it.
0: I'm not gonna cut any of that. That's fucking beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> God, Dafoe. Yeah, I will. <laughs> oh, man.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, my God. Anyway, so, yeah, let's just talk about the chances of that. Now, wouldn't it be great to see Willem Dafoe in this movie as Green Goblin? I just told you how great it's going to be. Yeah, for your version, yes. <laughs> um, but realistically, though, do you want to keep bringing... Back, because... Just for one movie. Yeah, for one movie. Okay, for one... If if they bring back Defoe for one movie... That's why that's why Molina
1: doesn't give a shit.
0: If they bring back Defoe for one movie, then I'll be like, okay, that's fine. But to be honest, I wouldn't mind seeing Alfred Molina stick around. I wouldn't mind Yeah,
1: it. but they're not going to, dude. It's just for the one movie. Yeah, you
0: know. I know, but... He's, he's just a good actor. He's an amazing actor. I... I I think, because I do think we could potentially see the Sinister Six form out of this movie, Mm -hmm. you know, because we see who's already in the MCU out there, because we have Vulture, he's in jail currently, we have Matt Gargan as Scorpion, Mm -hmm. even though he's not Scorpion yet, but Matt Gargan's in the MCU, Mm -hmm. um... We have uh, Dimitri what's his name who was the the uh, Russian agent working with Maria Hill and Nick Fury well Mm -hmm. actually Talos and his wife but we didn't know that yet Uh, and he plays Chameleon I don't think Chameleon was in the Sinister Six but that character is in the MCU similar to Matt Gargan Mm -hmm. Um, we have uh, you know Jamie Foxx coming back as Electro and Mm -hmm. uh, Alfred Molina coming back as Doc Ock and the Sinister Six the original line of the Sinister Six was Doc Ock Sandman, Electro, Rhino, Scorpion, and I believe the Hobgoblin. There's been many different versions mm-hmm. of the Sinister Six. Like you know, Green Goblin was in it. I think Venom was in it at some point. Craven uh, is in it at some point. Oh wow! Uh, Kingpin is in it at some point. Hmm. Which another person who is very adamant of having wanting to be involved in the Spider-Man stuff is Vincent D'Onofrio. He wants to come back. As Kingpin in the MCU, let me look up who that guy is. Ref, I don't know who that is. Vincent D'Onofrio.
1: I probably know who he is. I just
0: don't know his name. Dude, Full Metal Jacket. Gomer Pyle. Really? Yes, that's Vincent D'Onofrio. And you never seen the Daredevil show? Oh, there we go. Would you remember him in Daredevil? No, Dare- I, I didn't watch Daredevil. Oh my god. Oh,
1: dude, I hope so. This guy's awesome.
0: Dude, you have to watch the Daredevil show. Like. Holy! Sh- I can't believe I'm just finding this out now on the podcast that you've ne- you've so you've never seen Daredevil. No. So you've never seen Punisher. I watched the first three episodes of Punisher. The f- the first three. Yeah, that's it. A- the whole season's amazing. I know, I know. Jon Bernthal is perfect. Okay, so let's let's go all through this. We have characters who are... Con- Let's go through the characters real quickly through Spider-Man and all these characters we think would come in. Let's give a ranking of possibly who is more likely to come and who isn't to wrap things up. Okay. Let's start. We talked about Willem Dafoe first. What is the likelihood of Willem Dafoe on a scale of 1 to 10 to actually be in this movie? He's not been confirmed, but rumors are, are wild right now.
1: He wouldn't, he wouldn't be in the... Obviously, he wouldn't be in the list.
0: No, but if you, what are the chances, like, obviously, what are the chances of Willem Dafoe showing up in No Way Home on a scale of 1 to 10, in your opinion? Mm, six. Six? I'm, I'm going with a five. Yeah. Possibly, but I wouldn't be surprised if he's not. Um, now, let's go down the list. Um, venom. No. I was... One, zero, zero, yeah, Zero. Carnage. Zero. Zero. Um, Harry Osborn. James Franco. Zero. Zero. I agree.
1: But I think William defoe has got a shot, and obviously Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield have I a shot. I was going to
0: get down to them, too. Toby yeah. Maguire, I think, is a solid Because, again, I'm,
1: I'm looking at the cast right now. You Andrew Garfield
0: out. is like a, a 9 for me. Mm-hmm. Just just basing off the fact that he said that he didn't get a call, but that doesn't mean he's telling the truth. Mm-hmm. He could be keeping it a secret.
1: Dude, listen, you got J.K. Simmons as Jonah Jameson. Yeah. You got Jamie Fox as Electro. You got Alfred Molina as uh, Doc Ock. Yeah, that's all I need to know. I I know everybody else is gonna be there.
0: Because the other thing is, like, you have to imagine all this stuff. Um. Hang on, here's something here. Spider-Man 3 trailer image released by official Twitter account.
1: No Way Home trailer, right?
0: It's a No Way Home trailer image. Uh, Comicbook.com, they have a bunch of bullshit on their articles to the point where it's just like, oh, I just want to see the one thing. It's like, oh, well, here's all these other things. (laughs) Like, okay, whatever. We'll have to talk about about that particular subject another time.
1: I'm watching a video where he fucking leaks some shit again.
0: From hang on, put it up to the microphone. Right to the microphone Ben.
1: uh it's like a he like flashes a no way home uh poster that's all he does it's not like a poster it's the ipad turns on and it's no way home it's Uh, got like no no way home background poster so
0: it's just some bullshit okay i mean we we've seen that before though i think um when he
1: holds up the poster from fucking uh the avengers from mark ruffalo
0: yeah we talked about that (laughs) yeah
1: we talked i think we actually talked about that last episode
0: we did we said, like oh shit No, no 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 um I mean, they showed that real quickly with Zendaya and the kid who plays Ned and Tom okay. Holland. Like, still nothing, still fake yeah. names. We'll get okay. more by next week. I think so. Well, hopefully, we get more by next week. I think so dude. So, if you, um, oh, there's two, there's a few more characters I have to go through. Oh shit! Uh, Emma Stone, Gwen Stacy.
1: Um, only if they get Spider Gwen involved. What's the next one?
0: Uh, Kirsten Dunst, Mary Jane. Mm,
1: yeah i think she's gonna make an
0: appearance i think she could too
1: yeah i think tobe mcguire and her are gonna show up okay unless uh wait does um oh what's her name again what's what's kirsten dunn's character name again i'm sorry it's mary jane yeah i'm sorry dude (laughs) my mind is racing because i'm trying to put together this conspiracy okay uh
0: charlie cox is daredevil does mary jane have Uh, a
1: spider-man uh no. Power in a different in an alternate universe?
0: No, she does To my knowledge, no.
1: No, then she's just going to be a useless character that shows up.
0: Okay. Uh, Charlie Cox, who plays Daredevil. There have been rumors about him showing up and being as Matt Murdock as Peter Parker's lawyer. Um, That could happen. I'd say Charlie Cox showing up is a solid seven. Yeah, that could happen. Um, Vincent, Vincent D'Onofrio is Kingpin. I would also give that a seven. We could possibly... You think he's going to show up in No Way Home? I don't think in No Way Home, but the movie itself. I I wouldn't put it past Marvel, though, to have like an after... To hint that those people are going to show up. I would think so. Maybe we see... We could... Let's say the rumors of Charlie Cox showing up is true as Matt Murdock's Peter Parker's lawyer. That would probably maybe, be like the extent of the cameos. Probably. And maybe we'll see an after credit scene with Vincent D'Onofrio maybe. at a big penthouse in Manhattan. Maybe. As Kingpin, maybe. I mean, look, you see Daredevil. You you just look up scenes as Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin. You won't want anybody else playing the Kingpin. He he is the life, the real-life version of the Kingpin, and he wants to be involved with the Spider-Man movies, which is great. That is good. Which is absolutely incredible. You know? I mean... The amount of rumors going around this movie of like, oh, everybody's going to show up to like, you know, Spider Ham. John Mulaney's coming back, <laughs> <laughs> which, by the way, I wouldn't mind. I loved, I loved John Mulaney as Spider Ham in the uh, inner <laughs> the Spider Man, uh, Into the Spider Verse movie.
1: John Mulaney's a good comedian.
0: He's great. Like when he was leaving at the end, like I want you to have this and always fit in your pocket. It's a big hammer. Mm-hmm. That's all, folks. Mm-hmm. And then I don't remember who it was. Someone, I think it was uh, Chris Pine. No. Who is it? Now, Chris Pine Spider-Man died at the end of the movie. Spoilers. Uh, the fat Peter Parker is like, can you say that legally? That's all, folks? <laughs> <laughs> um, overall, though, I think we've covered a lot in this episode. We're, yep. we're running a little over an hour and 11 minutes here. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Fan Speculation. Uh, Vin, out of all this stuff that's happening, uh, uh, what would you say you're most excited for coming up? out of all the topics we talked about, you know, how Bad Batch is gonna appear, um, Loki. Uh, I'm probably
1: the most excited for Loki, currently enjoying Bad Batch, and I'm really excited for Spider Man. Really excited for Venom too.
0: Okay. I am too. I think the I think the movie will be really really well despite Sony kinda having their grip on the whole thing. But I personally enjoy Tom Hardy as Venom and I think seeing these clips of Cletus Cassidy played by Woody Harrelson it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, it's, it's gonna going be, be great really, really, really regardless. well really really well done Mm -hmm. so anyway thank you guys for listening to this episode of Fan Speculation Mm -hmm. like I said we are now on Twitter at Fan Speculation on Twitter go ahead and follow us there and we are still on Instagram at Fan Speculation underscore pod you can be listening to Mm -hmm. us on all your favorite uh, podcast apps Spotify Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever it is whatever it is you enjoy hit the download button hit a five star review write us a review tell us how much you love us yeah and then donate money donate money give us your money (laughs) like we said last week which I still never showed you the internet is for porn that's okay I'll show you this. Yeah. I won't show him porn. I'll show him the internet is for porn. The song. Uh, you don't know what he's gonna show me. I don't know what you. I don't even. Know I'll what tell you showing. next episode. <laughs> all you Avenue Q fans, you'll you'll get a good kick out of that. So anyway, yeah, uh, uh, we appreciate all the f- any any and all feedback you guys give us. It really really helps boost our uh, ranking, our our uh, listeners viewing. We we see how uh, our analytics. You know, we have, mm-hmm. you know some here in the United States. We have a few of you over in the United Kingdom. For those of you who I think I know who you are, thank you so much. Um, Please be sure, again, follow us on Instagram, speculation underscore pod. Twitter fans at fan speculation. Um, please be sure uh, to be listening to my other podcast, the Not Another Wrestling Podcast, the Not Another Wrestling Podcast. If you are a fan of pro wrestling, and please be sure to keep listening to my band Hollow Heroes. We're currently actually before Vinny and I got on this uh, episode, we me and my buddy Alex on the band, we were working out days to record new songs. There you go. So we are working out new songs. Hopefully, we'll get those out. This this is separate from the songs I say are coming soon I apologize because you know waiting on certain people to get your fucking shit mixed can be a real nightmare sometimes All
1: right, Jesus Christ
0: but this is kind of going to be a bit of a uh, mini album for us cool so we're very excited we're very very proud of what we're about to get done anyway guys thank you so much please be following us on our social media platforms let us know what you want us to talk about be, yeah we'll be, change it up if you want we will change it up well we'll keep the things that are going on currently but we'll change things up we'll add some things and another thing we still want to do, because I was thinking about this, I was thinking about ideas for the potential um, rewrites of the Star Wars sequel trilogy. Oh, yeah. I'll I'll, I'll share with Vinny some of these ideas, because I want you, we want you guys to be surprised with what I got up in my brain of mine. Hell, yeah. All right. Anyway, guys, thank you so much. Follow us. Five-star reviews. Write them. Share them. Send them to your friends. Hell, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for CJ Palmasano. Vinnie Carini. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time.